It's a follow-up with uh, Matthew Cuesta, who has been cycling 46 kilometers each day. Uh, when he can't cycle, he's running 4.6 kilometers for 46 days in honor of George Floyd, who was 46 years old when he was killed by a police officer in Minneapolis. And he's been on the show before. He joins the show again. Matthew, good to have you on. Thank you for having me again, Kelly. How are you? I'm great. It's a nice day. So I imagine you cycled 46 kilometers earlier this morning. 4.30 this morning. Yep. How many days are you into your 46 days now? Today is 28. Okay. And how are you feeling? Because I know that your, um, your slogan, your motto is get uncomfortable. And that's where you start to make changes. Yeah, I'm I'm very uncomfortable um, physically. Oh, yeah? my, my body's starting to, to feel it, and my mind as well. Okay, so you, you, it's really interesting because you're not alone on these rides. You've been joined by, in fact, members of the police. Um, how, what has that taught you? That was uh, that was one of my goals when I started, and we had uh, I, I rode with uh, Hank and saying, yeah, he was the uh, head homicide uh, investigator for Toronto Police. I rode with some officers, and um, it, it was really eye-opening um, that he, he, Hank was even following my story before I spoke to him. I was telling him about how I was pulled over by OPP, and he stopped me, and he said, Matthew, I saw your video. He rode 46 kilometers with his wife last week before he met me, and he explained to his wife why he was, they were going to ride 46. And um, it, it's, it's really good to see the message crossing, crossing that line, um, and, and police officers actually talking about it and, and acknowledging it. Okay, so I I don't think we addressed the story of you being pu- pulled over by the OPP last time we had you on the show. Why don't you uh, tell us about that experience? Yeah, I mean, this was back in 2011. I was coming back from Montreal with a friend from a Halloween party. Um, this was before the, the distracted loss with the cell phone. Uh, I had a Bluetooth headset, and I had an OPP officer following me for about five minutes. I saw him. I wasn't speeding. I wasn't on my phone, definitely. Um and he pulled me over and said I was on my cell phone, and I said, no, I wasn't. And he said, yes, you were. I asked to see my license. He said, uh, what do you do in Scarborough? I said, I live there. And he's like, no, no, what do you do in Scarborough? And I said, I live there. I was a bit confused by the question. Um, right. He went back to his car, came back and asked me to step out of the vehicle, stepped out of the car, asked me to search the car, and if I had nothing to hide, he'd, um, um, he'd, I'd let him search the car. I was young. I was scared. I, I let him search the car, and then he... He let me go. He said, have a good day. Um, And the point of my story was, I guarantee you, he doesn't remember doing this. But, you know, almost 10 years later, I still remember it and it still affects me. And, you know, the point I was trying to make was, you know, the the actions that not only, you know, some officers take, but people take against people of color, you know, whether it be a five minute situation or a two second joke uh, can have a lasting effect on somebody. Well, I've been pulled over before by the police and uh, I get nervous, even though even though I, like you, have nothing to get nervous about. I get nervous um, Mm. and uh, no one has ever asked if, you know, if if they can search my car. No one has ever asked me, (laughs) you know, to. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems it's and, and you're right. It seems like a small thing that they probably wouldn't remember. But to you, you replay it over and over in your head. And I mean, there's so many questions you ask yourself, I'm sure, that go along with that story. Different dialogues that happen, like, what if I did this? What if I did that? What would have happened? And you could say, what a, you know, would have, could have, should have uh, for the rest of your life. But you really don't know how that would have ended. And would that ended badly for you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, but, but let's talk about the conversations you've been having in your head as you ride, because I think it's interesting. You said you've been questioning yourself 
um, as you ride. You know, here you are, day 28, you are uncomfortable. Your body is physically exhausted. You've been riding for 46 days to honor the 46 years uh, that George Floyd had on this planet before his life was taken by a police officer. What, where are you at now? Like, what pivotal conversations or epiphanies have you had? In terms of myself, I, you know, I'm trying to, trying to learn balance. I'm trying to, I'm trying to balance it all and trying to, you know, selfishly, I'm trying to enjoy the moment. And by that, I mean, the conversations that are coming to me and and individuals reaching out to their family saying that, you know, they didn't know they had indigenous roots and, you know, without me, they wouldn't have, have had these conversations. So selfishly, I'm enjoying the moment of the uncomfortable conversations actually happening. Um, On a personal level, it's just, you know, trying to learn balance and, 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 and realizing that, don't be afraid to ask for something. Um, you know, I want that message to carry through as well as the uncomfortable one is, is you know, take risks um, and, and don't be afraid. I mean, fear you've is a eight, factor. Yeah, you've got 18 day, days left in this ride. I want to ask you about the DeFonte Miller case. Were you thinking about that this morning on your ride? And are you concerned if the judge acquits the uh, two defendants uh, that, you know, what may happen because you are uh, right now um, you're questioning and you're examining anti-black racism through um, a peaceful ride, but are you worried about how things could go? I think the worry is always there. Um, You know, if, if, if the judge does acquit, you know, the ramifications could be, could be huge. And I think that's, that's the, the main goal of, of, you know, inviting police to ride and, and talking with Hank and talking to, the, to some of the sergeants is bridging the gap um, and understanding, understanding our fears and, again, understanding their fears. Um, nothing is going to happen if we don't, if we don't speak. Um, you know, I'm, and I was talking to some of the sergeants on the ride as well, and they did invite me to go speak to some of their officers um, before their shift. So that's something I, 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 I'm going to, to do. I, I don't know how it's going to play out, but mm-hmm. there, there needs to be a bridge to the gap. Um, and, and, and I keep stressing, like, I don't understand their anxieties going out on a shift, um, but I just want them to understand our, exa- our anxieties, like you said yourself when you pulled over, the nervousness we have we shouldn't feel nervous from someone that's there to protect us. I want to leave it at that, Matthew. And I thank you for your time and I wish you uh, the best of luck getting through the next 18 days. Boy, you are a courageous individual. I don't know if I could, I know I couldn't put my body through that. And I, I respect you for, for what you're doing and, and, um, and the conversations that you're having and, and for joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again, Kelly. All right. Cheers. That's Matthew Cuesta. 46 days, 46 kilometers a day. He's riding in honor of George Floyd, who was on the planet for 46 years.